to episode number 53 of Gunfighter Cast. I'm your host, Daniel Shaw, and the other host is John McGregor, and you'll hear from him in just a second. This show is going to be a quick one. It's going to be a little question show. We're going to respond to a little bit of listener email, and that's going to be about it. So without messing around, we're going to get right into it. Uh, the first email is from Ryan Mercer. He asked me to do a segment on basically why I enlisted. So uh, I'll go ahead and answer that one for you. Growing up, played you know, like pretty much every sport that was available to me, so I was really competitive. Uh, I always wanted to be better at everything I did, and I was only allowed to read certain books, uh, Christian-oriented military-type novels and uh, uh, true stories from you know Vietnam and Korea and uh, World War II. And, uh, you know, there's kind of a, a theme in there where Marines were always pretty awesome, I guess you could say. And uh, as I got a little bit older to around the age of, you know, 14 or 15, you know, I realized that, uh, you know, I wanted to join the Marine Corps. It seemed like that was the, the hardest one to do, the most physically challenging and possibly mentally challenging. So I'm going to go talk to a recruiter. So I turned 16 years old, got my driver's license, and one of the first things I did was go talk to a Marine recruiter. And they kind of laughed at me and told me that I was only 16 and to come back in two years. And then I told them that I was planning on going in as soon as I turned 17, and my parents were willing to sign uh, for me to go in at 17, so that kind of changed their tune a little bit. So uh, that's kind of how it went down. You know, I was always, I talked to in some other shows about, uh, I think I have on Gunfighter Cast before, my little self-created martial culture that me and my friends around were always beating on each other and uh, fighting and sticks, uh, toy guns, going hunting, you know, with, you know, real firearms and stuff, and uh, it was just kind of a natural progression for me to uh, join the military, I guess you could say. Uh, he also asked why, what's uh, what's kept me in, and I think the best way to say this is, uh, you know, I kind of joined for myself to test myself and join for my country, because I wanted to do something for the United States, always been very patriotic and, uh, I guess, true to the flag, you could say. But as I got in, and those, there's times when you hate it, times when you love it. But I kind of joined for my country, but I stayed for the Marines. And that's kind of why I'm still here is because uh, the Marines themselves, you just can't get a better group of people. No matter what MOS they have, what job they have, uh, deep down they're all U.S. Marine and just a, a special, special kind of person. Anybody who's been around Marines very long will know exactly what I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah, I joined for my country and myself. And... Uh, Stayed for the Marines. All right, the next email is from uh, Harrison Yostin. He says, hey, Daniel, really enjoy your podcast and some other good stuff. So uh, thanks for that, Harrison. He said his problem is he's 16 years old and he's, not, and he's got enough money to go buy some guns, uh, or at least one. And he's trying to decide between a Ruger 1022 Century Arms AK concealed carry pistol, and he gives a lot of information of why he's choosing those and why he should and shouldn't. goes into great detail about it. I'm going to go straight with what John's about to tell you on this. Dead set on one of these guns, get that Ruger 1022. You get a lot more options. Uh, and if you're not making a whole lot of money right now, you're going to be able to, able to afford to shoot that one very easily. And if you want to start accessorizing, playing with it a little bit, that's fine. Uh, he said his dad's a FFL, so he's got some uh, no trouble to you know, get these guns. I really wouldn't worry about the concealed carry pistol right now because you're 16 and you can't carry a concealed weapon. I, I wouldn't worry about that. And if you're into shooting competition or something like that, you know, just borrow one of your dad's guns and I'm sure he would probably go with you. Uh, if he's into that, but yeah, I would uh, definitely go with that Ruger 1022. It's gonna be a lot more fun, uh, a lot more affordable to go out and train with and shoot. And there's a lot of accessories and options you can get on that gun. So that's definitely the one I would go with. Uh, I got one from Re Heck Heek Heeky. 
he um, he's building AR. He's got some pretty uh, pretty sexy furniture going on it, Voltor E mod and uh, some other stuff on there. 16 inch barrel, and he's thinking about getting that 16 inch barrel H bar from Delton Incorporated. I've never really heard anything negative at all about Delton. They have some amazing prices. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Crusader Weaponry uses them in their builds. And Carl and Stan both just built Delton guns. Uh, so And they're completely pleased with them thus far. If you're trying to keep the price down and you're not deploying to Afghanistan, I would most definitely buy a Delton. Uh, that Delton might, would even serve you great in Afghanistan. Who knows? You know, I just... I would be interested in you buying it and putting a bunch of rounds through it and then let us know how it's doing. Uh, I would say that uh, you'll probably be okay with that Delton um, based on the people I know and uh, the things I've heard about it. And I've never shot one, never handled one, never touched, put my hands on one. You just can't beat the price on there. So I would say, yeah, I would, I would feel comfortable buying that. I'm actually considering buying a Delton lower because they have some really good prices out there on the lowers. I was thinking about buying a couple of them just uh, for future builds. Because uh, just the price is, again, in the right spot. So I uh, hope that answers your question. Next one's from Micah Nielsen. Uh, he was asking about, he's, he's cross-eyed dominant. Uh, he says, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for your what you do for our country. I'm looking for some help. I'm new to shooting and want to have good basics. Here's my issue. I'm left-handed but right-eye dominant. Any suggestions? Okay, he's left-handed, right-eye dominant. Uh, you can switch to shoot right-handed. That's probably the least preferred method because you're used to doing everything wrong-handed your entire life. Uh, it's going to be tough for you to switch. Every once in a while, I run across someone who's just really ambidextrous that you know bats both hands and is playing baseball. Uh, can do a lot of things with both hands. It doesn't bother me whatsoever. And some of those people you can switch to switch their hands, and it's just completely natural for them. But that's rare. I actually had a, uh, a Marine captain two weeks ago who was going to the pistol range and has the exact same problem except he's right-handed and left-eye dominant. Uh, we run into this every once in a while, but it just when I got this email, it was right when I was working with this guy. Now you can just turn your head a little bit and kind of tweak your position slightly to bring those sights in front of your uh, your dominant eye. Uh, but for this particular captain, what I, we ended up doing with him was basically putting him in a Chapman stance. That Chapman stance, he, he wanted to shoot isosceles, but uh, I needed to, to bring his pistol a little bit left of the center line of his body to get in line with his non his dominant eye, which was his left eye. So by putting him at Chapman with that right arm straight and the left arm a little bit bent, it allowed him to come to the left just a little bit, uh, just so he could have his he could look straight through that sight with his uh his dominant eye. So I'd say give that a shot. You know, try it. Just uh, don't really change your position around much at all, but uh, it just turn your head and if you need to tweak a little bit to get it in front of that non-dominant eye or that dominant eye, shouldn't be too much trouble. And if uh, that doesn't work out for you, hit his back and uh, we'll see if we can work on something else. And Moondog, uh, I just edited what John answered for you, so I don't really have anything else to add to that. He's looking for a EOTech mount, and uh, we've talked before about mounting an EOTech on an AR, and uh, really a, a big fan of that LaRue tactical mount. Uh, they have a few different options over there, and, but their quick release mechanism is pretty sweet the way it's set up. I think that would work out perfect for you. He doesn't want to get snagged on his gear and, and such, and uh, I know John told you the same thing. At risk of calling Gunfighter Cast hosts uh, LaRue fanboys, go to LaRue, check those out. And uh, you can call me a LaRue fanboy if you like, because I am. And with that, I will turn it over to John for his responses to the questions. So, Daniel and I are recording separately today for our email show. Uh, first email is from Ryan Mercer, and has to do with uh, why 
I enlisted, and I never did, so I don't have much of an answer for that. Um, as I think I explained on the first episode I was on, I was uh, talking to a recruiter at one point, and I got tricked into going into a MEP station, which uh, apparently they wanted to ship me away somewhere. He didn't uh, tell me that's what it was for, so after that I never really trusted recruiters and uh, therefore never enlisted. So uh, not much to share with Ryan. Uh, Next email is from Harrison Yostin. He's a 16-year-old, and he's uh, got some money burning a hole in his pocket, wants to know what kind of firearm he should buy. And uh, he's debating a Ruger 1022 carbine, a Century Arms AK, or a concealed carry pistol. Well, without knowing kind of where you plan on shooting and what you plan on doing, I would you know, I would go with a Ruger 1022 out of the three of those as far as uh, the most, well, just fun and relatively cheap to shoot. And with those uh, Ruger 1022s, if you have, find you have more money burning your hole in your pocket, uh, there's all kinds of stuff you can do to trick those out. I don't know if I'd go with a AK as my first firearm. And uh, pistol, uh, where you're 16 years old, is kind of limited. Uh, as far as what you can do with it, so I don't know that I'd go right into a concealed carry pistol either. I think the Ruger 1022 carbine is probably the best out of those three, so that would be my recommendation on that. Uh, let's see. Next one is from an RE Heck, H E C H E. More complimentary stuff about uh, Daniel, uh, well deserved. And he's talking about uh, he's got a good stripped lower Rock River trigger, lower parts kit. He's running a Voltor EMOD, but he wants to know, um, should he go with a 16-inch heavy-barreled Delton upper? And I don't have any experience with Deltons. I talked to a friend of mine who is big into uh, rifle builds and so forth, and he um, didn't have too much to say either. It's uh, not He didn't have anything bad or anything good, really. Uh, kind of described as a kind of a middle-of-the-road kind of upper rifle builder. So if the price is right, you know, maybe give it a try. I did look at those Stag 3Gs, and I can see why you didn't want to spend quite that much, but it does look like a nice setup. Next one from Micah Nielsen. Uh, again wants to thank you for all you do for our country, so I assume he's talking to Daniel. He's new to shooting. He wants to have good basics. Uh, He's concerned because he is cross-eye dominant. He's left-handed, but right-eye dominant. Any suggestions, aiming, change stance, or anything? Thanks. When I run into a cross-eye dominant shooter, I don't have them do too much different, to be honest with you. As far as stance, no, I leave it the same. Uh, If anything, um... What I do to compensate, for example, a you say you're a left-handed shooter, right eye dominant. Uh, I would simply just get used to shooting, um, at least at the beginning where you're practicing your precision-sighted fire, is just a slight tilt of the head. Uh, for you, it would be looking just a little bit, turn your head a little bit to the left. And what that'll do is it'll kind of bring your right eye behind the gun and make it easier for that dominant eye to pick up the sights and as you practice you know you practice some reflexive shooting some point shooting um, 
you know, you may not have to move your head, but again, somebody that's trying to get on those sites, I just recommend just the slightest little head tilt to get the dominant eye behind the sights. Uh, let's see, next one from Moondog. Let's see, he was, uh, he's got an EOTech 552 on his AR. He's looking for a quick disconnect mount. And he has uh, some criteria here. He wants quality system that won't fail. Uh, low height profile. Uh, wants to hold zero between disconnect and reconnect and doesn't want a lever handle that will get hung up in his gear, but he wants to be able to disconnect it or mount it without removing his gloves. And I had sent him a uh, email about this one, but uh, I recommended LaRue Tactical uh, as far as their EOTech mounts go. Uh, I particularly like the uh, the way the arm is set up on, on their mounts. Uh, it's not just a simple arm, but there's a, uh, it's hard to describe really, there's something on the arm you've got to kind of slide towards the end of the arm before you can swing it to re loosen something. So that kind of uh, makes for a nice safety so it doesn't, auto doesn't accidentally get hung up on a uh, piece of your gear or something and disconnect it. Uh, that's, so that's how, you know, that's what I would be looking at for that. I mean, me personally, I don't have... Uh, my red dots, I don't have a quick disconnect feature on those. But if I had a couple extra bucks, that wouldn't be a bad way to spend it, I guess. So that appears to be all the email that uh, I have to discuss. Uh, relatively brief. But uh, hopefully, Daniel, you can make something out of this that sounds somewhat reasonable. And until uh, next time, be safe. I told you it was going to be quick, so that was pretty much the emails we're going to hit right now. Uh, we said before that we're going to start doing an email segment, and if we keep getting the email and the amount that we're getting right now, then we most definitely will be doing an email segment toward the end of each show. Uh, I invite you to go on Facebook and join our Facebook page out there. We're also on Google+, and if you own an Android phone, search GunfighterCast in the Android Marketplace, and you can download the Android app. Uh, it's going to have everything that we have from my YouTube channel to uh, the podcast. You can listen to the all the episodes right there from the Android app. And you can watch the videos. You can read the blog. Uh, you can just with a click of a button, you can send an email. It's all right there. Real easy to, to do in the same spot. So pretty sweet little app. Uh, put those together and it's up on Android. The iTunes app is coming. I'm working on that one and trying to get it through the iTunes store. And uh, as soon as it's up, I'll let you guys know that uh, you can go on and get that. And there will also be a Samsung app. I think they call it the BADA or B-A-D-A Marketplace. It'll be up on there pretty soon too. So go get those apps. Check them out. The Samsung and the Android are completely free. Also, if you uh, never used it before or you are a user, uh, I advise you to go check out Stitcher Radio. You can download that app for your uh, your phone or your, whatever your mobile device is or on your computer itself. You go to Stitcher and listen to it. Uh, listen to Gunfighter Cast on there. And we have uh, our channel up on there right now, so uh, go there and uh, give us a listen. And uh, the rest of the Gun Rage, well, not the rest of them, but most everybody else from the Gun Rage Radio Network is also on Stitcher. Uh, so you can go there and, and kind of have all your podcasts in the same place and stream them from there. It's really good if you're out somewhere and you, the episodes are over 20 megabyte and you can't download them from the store. Uh, you can go to Stitcher and they can play right there. And then you can go back and do something else on your phone or whatever. Uh, and then just go back and finish listening to whatever show you're on. Pretty convenient little app you can go check out and a website. It's called Stitcher Radio. 
And lastly, also made a slight change to the Gunfighter Gas website. There's a little toolbar on there now that you might find some things handy. And if you go to the website through your mobile device, you can click Enable the mobile application for the web browser. You basically get to see something kind of like uh, the app is going to be for the iTunes Store uh, going through the website. So it puts everything easy to see right there on your, your mobile device. That's pretty much all I have as far as uh, announcements. And that's pretty much all I have for episode number 53. So uh, until next time, Gunfighter Cast out.